1: You're taking a little staycation at a downtown Coeur d'Alene bed and breakfast.
2: But it all changes when you find out you're not the only guest staying in your room. She heard a little voice saying, Grandma, Grandma. I'm Katherine Barner. And I'm Madison Meyer. Join us on today's scary adventure as KHQ brings you Spokane Spooks.
3: My name is Tina Huff, and I'm the owner of the Roosevelt Inn.
1: Tina and her husband have owned the Roosevelt Inn for 21 years, and when they first bought the location in 1999, odd things were happening.
3: When we first bought the building, these occurrences happened more frequently, I would say. Uh, The rooms up on our third floor, we had six rooms up there when we initially purchased the building. And I would go upstairs, and I would go up there and find that the corners of the bedspreads would be, like, pulled up. Light bulbs would be unscrewed in the lamps. I'm not a huge, you know, spooky ghost person, and I would always think it was my kids doing it, although they swore to me that they hadn't done anything. So that was, like, the first things that we noticed. And they say that they have sensed a little boy. People have said that they've seen him. I have never seen him. We call him Dennis.
2: Tina says when they first purchased the inn, her daughter loved the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In the show, the
1: main character, Cordelia Chase, moves into an apartment that's haunted by a ghost named Dennis.
2: So the name kind of just stuck for the little boy at the inn. Tina says Dennis really likes to act up in the kitchen.
3: My middle daughter, who worked here and helped us a lot at the inn, end, wash our dishes for us at breakfast time. And we have a very powerful exhaust hood that is over our grill and stovetop and ovens. And then about 20 feet away is where the dishwashing station is, where she would be washing dishes. And when we have the hood fan on, there's a really big suction that pulls from the range from the, and the window and then there's a vent over the top of the dishwashing station that pulls towards that fan as well so it all is pulling away from the dishwashing area towards the, the exhaust fan up over the range and my daughter was washing dishes one day and i had some papers stacked about three feet away from her back on top of the freezer. We have a small little freezer in the kitchen. And those papers flew against the wind, against the, the draft that comes from that exhaust vent. And those papers hit her in her back. <laughs> and she turned around and said, Dennis, you be nice.
1: <laughs> but he's gotten even wilder in the kitchen.
3: I was in the kitchen one afternoon making cookies and I'm, I have those weighted kind of cabinet doors that once they get to a certain point, they, they close themselves. And I was standing there with all the cabinet doors closed, mixing up my cookie dough and the cabinet to my right opened up And I just looked at it for a moment, like, oh my gosh, how did that door open? And then it closed on its own. And I put my spoon down and I left the kitchen because it really freaked me
2: out. Yeah, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's
3: that's the biggest thing that I've ever had happen
2: to me. Seems like he really just wanted (laughs) one of Tina's cookies. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Before the
1: building was a bed and breakfast, it was a schoolhouse.
2: Local author and historian Deborah Culey says the building was a school from 1905 to 1972, and held the classroom of a very dedicated teacher. The teachers had little cabins across the
3: street, and that was part of their pay. You know, they they had a little a little tiny cabin that they were issued.
1: Deb says in the early 1900s, teachers weren't allowed to have families.
3: Anyway, and unfortunately, uh, at the end of her uh, teaching career she realized that you know she was all alone and that she had no family and no kids and she loved kids obviously and anyway she ended up committing suicide because she was so depressed
2: which is horrible and tragic the awful tragedy did not happen at the schoolhouse but in the cabin she lived in across the street tina says her family
1: nor her guests have ever seemed to interact with an adult spirit at the bed and breakfast
3: we, As far as we know, we never had any accidents that ever happened that caused anyone's demise at the building itself. No children. My, my husband broke his arm here, but I think that's about the most drastic injury that ever happened. One of the ladies that was here that was talking to me about spirits, she said, you know, people get the wrong idea that you know, the people are trapped in a place where something terrible happened. She goes, more more times, and again, this is what she said, "Uh, more times people that haven't passed over to the other side go to a place where they felt safe or where they were happy. So she said, if you've got people here, that's a great testament to this building that
2: they felt safe and they felt happy here. So maybe that's why Dennis likes to stay at the Roosevelt Inn. It was a place he felt safe, a
1: place he learned, and a place where a teacher made a positive impact on his short life. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Spokane Spooks.
2: Happy hauntings.
0: plus.